Welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably ethically and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Empowered Global Women and Business Podcast. Hi everyone, Elle Ballard is here and I have another guest, um, great uh, special guest of ours, my good friend and I'm so excited for this conversation today. Hi Alpana, welcome. Hi Elle, <laughs> it's always fabulous to see you and as we were saying before, I love you and your background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. So, yeah. So before we jump on and thank you so much for taking the time, Alpana, to speak today. So before we jump on, I want to introduce you first. Uh, so Alpana empowers purpose-driven women to awaken their inner goddess and attract dream clients through visual branding. As a highly experienced visual brand coach and award-winning photographer, she has helped countless entrepreneurs overcome their visibility fears and be seen in crowded online space as a cover story of their brand. Her work has been featured in publications, including the New York Times, Instagram, and Apple. Alpana's approach is shaped by her multicultural background and her belief that true visual branding is all about discovering your core self and bringing out the magic that makes you unique. Yay! You're speaking my language! <laughs> Thank you. Welcome, Alpana. Welcome. So um, let's just jump on. So tell us, please, why do you do what you do and what makes you unique at that? Well, first off, thank you. It's such a pleasure being here. And thank you for that fabulous intro. And I'm actually going to take you down memory lane with me. So I'll start with a little bit of my story. When I was about 16 or 17, I went hiking in the Himalayas with my brother. This is something that my dad wanted us to do. And I wasn't really into hiking. But one of the main reasons I went is I had just started doing photography. And I knew I'd want to take photographs. Mm. So here I was 16 or 17. And I'm standing on top of the mountaintop, which is the rooftop of the world the Himalayas, and there's a blizzard that was rolling in. And people were yelling and screaming, you know, to get through that mountain pass because we had to get through it to be safe. Uh But I just stood there frozen Mm. with my film camera in my hand, (laughs) capturing the beauty in front of me. Oh, wow. And here I was wearing these... um, non-waterproof shoes because that's all we had back then and they had plastic bags to make them waterproof so I'm standing there refusing to budge and I'm sure people that thought I was kind of crazy but 
I feel like that's where I found my true calling of photography. And I ended up becoming a photographer. Yeah. And the next several years, I journeyed through um, being a photographer in different genres, starting with family photography, doing documentary photography work, and eventually landed on uh, brand photography, which is what I do now. So I'm a visual brand coach, photographer, and a storyteller. And I help women entrepreneurs be the face of their brand. And um, what makes me me is basically I have journeyed through life. And I think they say um, it's your let your pain fuel your passion. So that's really what it was for me. So as a girl, I didn't feel seen. And I think that's the story of a lot of women, because as I started helping women entrepreneurs, I noticed that a lot of them felt that way, didn't feel seen. So through my own life experiences, my education, my work experience, I'm able to bring all that to the table. And I help my clients in two different ways. So one is I help them with their brand strategy because that piece of your identity, who you are is so important and what makes you unique and different. Mm -hmm. So that's what I help my clients with. It's the mindset piece. And then the second piece is the um, visual piece, which is my expertise is photography. Although I have background as a web designer, um, right? I've done a lot of writing now also. So it's almost like a one-stop shop when when my clients come to me so i feel like that's what's different i'm able to bring you know all my different strengths to the table and help my clients especially women entrepreneurs who want to be bold who want to be seen yeah i love that i love that yeah it's so important right to bring and to remember and go back to the roots and remember who you are and I love that you do that for women um, through photography that's so beautiful and the story was the mountains I I literally just imagined myself there as if yeah such a such a great story I love that um, so we unite uh, women of the world multinational uh, multicultural women in our community and of course you are one of them one of those beautiful women um have you know having born being born in a different country and coming to live into in a different country and when we come into new environments you know it shapes us it adds us it's a journey right and so my question to you is what country do you call home now that you've been living in it in a different country and I forget how long you've been living here too. <laughs> yeah. And I know we've talked about this before and there's so much in common for yeah. immigrants, right? Like we come from other countries and in a lot of ways, the work that I do now, the identity work, that sort of fits into that. Who are you? Like which place do you call home? Yeah. And for me, I live in California, which I consider my home. But then when you start sort of peeling back the onion layers, that's where it kind of gets interesting. Yeah. Um, There's an Indian author called Suketu Mehta who wrote this book called Maximum City, Bombay Lost and Found, Uh in which he says, I'm an exiled citizen of the country 
of longing. So something like that. I'm an exiled citizen of the country of longing. So mm-hmm. I feel like that, that, you know, I live in the United States. It's my home. Yeah. But there's a certain feeling of longing yes. of the country of my birth. Absolutely. It's the culture. It's the way you fit in. Yeah. You know, the, the, the language, the people, all of that, right? So oh, it's God. being between these two worlds, yeah. almost, you know, where if I'm there, I get pulled here. If I'm, you know, here, I get pulled there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. When you're at home, you're no longer, there's a saying, when you're at home, you're no longer homey, like you foreign. And when you abroad or when you're in a new country, you are not fully local. There's a saying, something like that. And it's so true, right? And I can definitely relate with the longing, you know, for me, even listening to the music in, in my own language or the, the music that I grew up, um, just simple things that kind of I need to do that from time to time to connect with myself, to connect who I am and to connect with my roots. And um, yeah, so that's why I love these conversations because I think it's just so, like you said, there are so many layers, you know, um, and as we grow and develop and become this rich beings, not in material sense or both material sense and, you know, beings of everything that we accumulate in our life experiences, it just becomes this beautiful combination that we have, right? And so it's so different from, say, someone who has never traveled, you know, and, and right? And and the, so I love that. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And it's funny, just before this, I was listening to some Hindi music. I was ah. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. And we can we have to do that, right? So that we don't lose that connection to who yes. we are. And, and it's not, I don't think it's even possible to completely, you can, you know, we cannot switch. We're not robots. <laughs> it's part of us. Um, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes it even helps me if I am, um, you know, I'm trying to find the, a, an answer to the, to the project I'm working on or some sort, you know, sometimes it helps me to go back to to that to get some answers um that's what i found for me okay so i i want to i'm want i want to move on to the um uh so exciting i am i want to congratulate you again i'm just so excited to congratulate you and all the other authors for becoming number one international best-selling author in our Women, Money, and Energy of Life book. So amazing. And your chapter is one of those beautiful chapters in the book that is very authentic, that is very, you know, just a story from the heart and and your own journey, your personal journey. Um, I wanted you to share a little bit about your chapter, um, your name, the name of the chapter, and what you wanted the reader to take away from that chapter and the book by the way now is available on amazon you can get a link from our website to get your copy of the book and i'm just so excited the print version is available is going to be available uh, very shortly as well but yeah if you could share with us briefly alpana about your chapter oh my gosh i just you know i'm just so grateful to have 
had an opportunity to be in this book and also to share my story. And I'm also grateful for everybody that has supported it, including a shout out to folks in India, yes. <laughs> which has been so beautiful. Um, and, you know, of, of course, everywhere, India and everywhere. But yeah, my, my really, my takeaway is that my, I share my story as uh, a story of my dreams. And essentially, I want everybody who has a dream to go for it. You know, we hold ourselves back often from, you know, going for something that we truly, really want, especially women. And my takeaway is to step into that courage and go for it. You know, yeah. my book is, um, my chapter is called My American Dream from Immigrant to Entrepreneur. So it's really my story of coming here with virtually nothing. I had a thousand dollars in a two suitcases, my mom's pressure cooker and a recipe book. So that's all I came with and my dream. And I, you know, journeyed through life out here to eventually become an entrepreneur, which is something I really wanted deep inside my heart. Yeah. And I want women to tap into that, you know, to, to really find what is it that they want and embrace who they are, their uniqueness, and then find the support because a lot of times we try to do this alone and yeah. you don't have to do it alone. So you can go get the support and make your dreams come true. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I love that story because I can so relate to uh, so beautiful. So thank you, Alpana. Congratulations again. And uh, we're going to share a link, but you can also get your copy on our website um, of the book, both in digital and print version. So moving on, as a business, uh, as an entrepreneur and builder of your business and your life, um, and you can share either a business lesson or a life-related lesson, what was your biggest lesson that you had to overcome when building a life of business as a multinational woman? Yeah, that's such a great question, actually. Because when I think about me, I think about the biggest thing for me has been to overcome that I'm a brown person. As a brown person, I get to have a voice. I get to have a voice that can share powerfully out in the world. Mm -hmm. When I first came to this country, I, as a brown person that came with my own conditioning and all right. the patriarchal you know, things that we go through, I felt I needed to be invisible because we grow up in cultures where women are taught to be invisible, not have a voice, not be seen. And that's essentially how I felt. Mm -hmm. And when I came here, I tried to fit in. Also, as a brown woman in a new country, I wanted to fit in the white world. I didn't want to stick out like a sore thumb. So I did so much to hide. But that's something that I have gotten to overcome now. And that's what I help my clients with. And whether they are, you know, brown, black, yeah. white, any color, I, it's something we can all resonate with, the, the feeling of mm -hmm. hiding. But for me, as a person of color, also being that voice for representation, because 
we don't always have representation. We don't see people that look like us, sound like us out there. So it's been really important for me to start, you know, putting myself out there more and more and more, which I have been doing yeah, uh, in order to inspire other people also to do the same. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, it's now it's where, you know, sometimes it's easier said, I feel like, than when you go through the process, it's challenging to kind of have that, to get to that awareness even, right? To understand what's holding us back. So thank you for sharing that. Now I wanna um, touch on the work that you do and how you help women. I love this connection of photography and brand. And I have just done recently some upgrades for my photos with you as well, some up, some new photos. So I had a lot of fun doing it, definitely. And I love this connection because I, I always love talking about brand and my background is marketing, of course. So, But I love how you connect the branding to the photography. So can you elaborate more? Why is it so important to do that? And um, yeah, if you could just elaborate a little bit more on that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We live in a world which is really noisy. There's so much online Mm -hmm. and it's really easy to get lost, right? Because now it's like either everybody's a coach or everybody does something. So how do you stand out? How do you set yourself apart? How do you differentiate yourself? So that's really what comes into play in creating a personal brand. Mm-hmm. And you do it visually through your imagery, but your imagery also needs to be iconic. It needs to be um, something that can connect with your audience, with mm-hmm. your potential clients. When they look at your images, what is the emotion that it brings up for them to take the next step, right? Either first, well, first off, they have to be able to stop the scroll. <laughs> to be able to even say, hey, this is something interesting, right? And then be able to take the next step. So through a personal brand, you're essentially helping yourself stand out so that you can have that impact, influence, and create the income. Mm -hmm. So those are things that are really important. And the way I do it is the mindset piece also comes in because we, what I talked about earlier, it's kind of, you know, closing that loop of tapping into who you are from the inside out, because you're not just taking photos that are photos that are going to look like everybody else's photos, because there's that differentiation factor that comes into play in those as well. So you can really have like a more wholesome brand, Mm -hmm. which is going to really help you, you know, be you, be unique and stand out. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I know you have a giveaway today too. Yes. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Sure. I'm so excited to um, have have this giveaway. Uh-huh. I work with a lot of women entrepreneurs and I really wanted them to tap into five key areas of creating an irresistible brand so that you know, they can stand out and do all these things. And a lot of it, my, the way I work with clients is to 
help them tell their stories because stories are really what helps us connect and also uh, remember. So this giveaway really has uh, tips for them to tap into so that they can do at least a little bit of work on their own and maybe take those ideas into refining their brands. I love it. I love it. So we'll post the link to open us um, giveaway uh, with this interview. So yeah, check that out for sure. Um, now I want to move on to the rapid fire questions. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I love to conclude our conversations with them always. And um, it will be fun. I promise you are not hard. And we'll have five, five quick questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, so your favorite book name is? Book name, okay. Oh my gosh, I have so many books I can think of. And is it okay if I share two? Yeah. Okay. So I spend a lot of time doing like personal growth work and things like that or reading books. But the one that comes to mind right now is The Alchemist by Paul. Oh, I love that book. Paul Co- Coilo. Coilo. Yes. And yeah. it's such a beautiful book. It's really about this young man on a journey to find himself. It's a self-growth uh, yeah. book that I love. I actually sent it as a signed reading to my son. I said, you have to love it. It. It's a book I wish I had read when I was much younger. I found it like really inspiring and magical. And then the other book I want to share is um, Interpreter of Maladies by Jhumpa Lary. So -hmm. she's an Indian American author who shares a lot of immigrant stories. And I connect so deeply with them from my cultural background. And I also feel like other immigrants can relate to them because they have like a lot of universal themes like, longing loneliness how you you know the the barriers of communication things like wow. that uh, she's a pulitzer winning author so oh wow. yeah very it's, cool i don't know that one i'll have to check that one out that's great those are great books um i love alchemist i've read it both in russian and english both my native language and i think i have both both books um in both languages and i've read it i think like three times such a great book um, and that's another thing, right? Speaking like a couple of languages, sometimes what I find when I'm reading something in my native language versus English, it's just, it's, you um, absorb things differently. It's yeah, like, yeah. Just, There's certain things that, yeah, I, I know exactly what you say. Yeah, even though he is not English or Russian, he's Brazilian, I believe. Yes, and, yes. Uh, so he, he, that was translated originally too, but anyway. <laughs> We digress. Um, okay, so the second question, beach or mountains? Oh, my gosh. You're asking a city girl this? So <laughs> I, I'd probably say beach, though. Me too. I love beach. Um, um, combination is beautiful too, right? Beach and mountains. Yes, yes. Uh, favorite international destination to visit? Favorite international destination? Again, so many. I I might go with Cuba now because I went there like several years ago and there's a part uh-huh. of my heart that wants to go back. So I want to visit Cuba. Our friends just went. Okay. 
That's good. I love that. I need to visit, check out Cuba. I haven't been. <laughs> okay, summer or winter? Summer. I do not do well being cold. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I have my heater on. <laughs> yeah, I can totally relate to <laughs> I grew up in a very cold climate, so um, don't miss that. Okay, and so the last question is things that you have discovered about yourself recently? Oh my gosh, that is a beautiful question. I've, I've discovered that I'm enough. Mm, beautiful. I've had, you know, I've had to journey through this in so many different ways. And I had an experience recently, maybe it was last year, where I really felt like, my voice, when I express certain things, wasn't received in a way that I hoped it was. Uh -huh. And that validation piece was really kind of coming to bite me. Uh -huh. But then I realized that my, I am enough. I don't really need to seek you know, any of that approval. And I've been on this journey for quite a while now. So I'm starting to tap into that more and more is I'm enough. You're enough. We are enough. You're enough. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And that's just, uh, that kind of incorporates it's deep, but it also incorporates so many things in it. Right. And it's just so important to have that reminder for everybody. And if you listen to this conversation right now, just remind yourself that you are enough. And you have everything you need to do things. I love that. I love I love this conversation. I love that. Alpana, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Um, again, we will post the link to get the, the branding, a document that Alpana was offering today. And also, I want to invite you, all of you, all of our listeners, I want to invite you to join our Facebook group uh, for all the beautiful conversations. We have weekly conversations um, to help support you in life and business, and we'll post a link to that as well. And with that, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Alpana, for taking the time to talk. Always great to talk to you. Thank you. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.